Yo. One, the bandwagon radio in full swing. You know how we do this thing, man. Hit that bell, subscribe, so you get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. Another special edition of the rundown segment here on the bandwagon radio, where I myself sit down with artists across the globe and give them a chance to talk about their music, their personal life, and of course, you know, we got to drop that heat, that new music before the end of the show is out. All right, got a special guest on the phone lines, hailing all the way from Atlanta, Georgia. My man Chris Will is on the phone lines. How you doing, Chris? What's up? What's up? I'm doing good. How you doing? Man, I am blessed, bro. Blessed. Blessed to be here. Good to talk to you. You too, brother. Yeah, man. Got that new record, Love No More. Definitely. Definitely a hit, man. A hit. Yeah. We're going to talk about the record. Of course, I'm going to let you introduce it a little later on in the show, of course, too. Uh, I'm going to give my feedback on what I thought about the record as well. But before we get into all that, I'd like to open up and let my listeners get a chance to find out more about the artist. So let's start off with uh, you growing up uh, right there in Atlanta, Georgia. Is that where you were born and bred? No, that's just where I'm at now. I'm actually new here in Atlanta. Um, I'm born and raised from Clinton, North Carolina, actually. Okay. So you're from the Carolinas. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> all right. All right. You know we over here in Charlotte, North Carolina, Bandwagon Radio. You know what I'm saying? Queen City side of things. So that's family. You family. You already know, exactly. That's what's up, man. And you know A-Town, that's like cousins anyway. That's like our exactly. cousins. <laughs> well, uh, you know, uh, how long have you been in Atlanta now? I'd say about two weeks, maybe. Oh, you even. real fresh. Okay. Yeah. Trying to take new vibes out there to the A-Town. Definitely. All right, well, talk to us about growing up in the Carolinas, first and foremost, Dan, and then tell us how you got started and involved in music. Okay, uh... So originally from Clinton, North Carolina, um, there ain't really much if anyone's ever been out there. It's basically farmlands. Uh, I first was introduced uh, to music from the male course, uh, the male choir in North okay. Carolina at the Baptist Church. My dad was the lead singer. And um, that's basically how I started to fall in love, just seeing the reaction of the mothers, 
the, the you know the, the people out in Austin and the daughters. Smile, yeah, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to just play off of just the mothers. Was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you make the mother smile. You the man in the church. So no, like, you're right. You're right. Doing. You're right. You're right. A good point. Good point. <laughs> Attack them first. All right, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> if you wow them, they on your side for their daughter. I got you. Hey, 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 because the Lord on their side. So you got them. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hey, good. Amen, brother. Amen. <laughs> All right, so he started uh, singing in the church choir. Uh, shouts out to Pops. He he led, I guess, led the household and, and did his thing with the singing. So you kind of got inspired, I guess, from that. Definitely, definitely. Okay, is is your father still singing as well to this day? I mean, uh, little road trips and key sweat and stuff like that. But nah, he don't, he don't <laughs> let the church stuff go, you know. <laughs> I'm sure he still got it in him, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, we don't oh, ever we lose it. Hey, you know, having a son that's an artist, he going to hit you with a, you know, my, by my time, boy, you couldn't see me, I'm trying to tell you. So. <laughs> hit you with that OG talk. Exactly, you know how it is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So, uh, what what got you involved into the R and B side? Then, what made you transition? What what, what kind of inspired that that crossover? Uh, I mean, aside from hearing my dad and you know the just the music he would listen to, uh, Vine, Michael Jackson, obviously, Key Sweat. Just, just I just was exposed to it all the time. And then uh, coming up in school, you had the little rappers and here and there and talent shows and just. People would tell me that I had a voice or I always needed work, but, like, I would start to get the, the same reactions my dad would get and even more, you know, to a, a DM basis of someone just telling me what a, a poem I wrote, a song I did, did for them. So it, it was kind of me, you know, being awakened to the power of music and what, what I possess and, you know, further on. Okay. Talking to Chris Will right now by way to Carolinas right now residing in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, where where did the idea come from for this song, uh, "Love No More"? Man, <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, uh, let's see, "Love No More" is is, is basically me looking on, from the outside in on someone that you know basically got away. Uh, I joined the, the Marine Corps at eighteen and, and served seven and a half years. Oh uh, man. All right, we appreciate your service, brother. Oh, yes, sir. Thank you. Um, the last appointment in 2019, uh, I was blown up, and it, it, it just made me realize I need to focus on this music. And one thing that I, about the one that got away is I never had that song or I never could get it off my chest. So that fueled me even more to, to, to get it off my chest. And that's really what inspired Love No More. You know, it's, it's me realizing now that I'm 27 years old and – I chose my career path. She chose hers in college or whatnot. It's just like, you know, uh, everything that happened, I'm going, I'm letting you know what happened, how I felt, my emotions from the outside looking in. I thought she had it going on. And no matter what our stories are now, like we both just are to the point where we don't, we don't really love each other no more. There's no love for us anymore. So mm -hmm. that's kind of what I came with that song. Okay. So you, you pretty much write from your life seems very personal. A lot of your music, Oh, yes. I, I, I write it. And then sometimes if like uh, I'm talking to a homie or something, you know, I'll, I'll put myself in his shoes or I'll try to, you know, compare it to something I've been through, you know, and I'll I'll switch it around. 
a more on my side to as it seems if I was in the shoes of my friend, you know. That's how I, I just do experiencing. So yes, definitely. Now you 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 mentioned poetry earlier. Did you kind of start with poetry a lot? I I I did, uh, and and that that comes from my mom. My mom had a couple of uh, poems uh, get published, and it was just due to uh, her sister losing her life. Her sister losing her life to cancer. So that was another piece that came from the writing. So the R and B side was my dad the singing, but then you know writing and homing in on my craft that came from my mother. How do you think your experiences of like the past relationships and being a serviceman essentially? How how do you feel like that's helped your music? Uh, a lot. It, it it fuels my music. I mean, uh, from from the love life, I, I really didn't have a chance to, you know, I guess I would say date or, or be serious with a lot of girls because I I did five deployments. I was always gone and. Mm -hmm is what messed up the girl you know the relationship with the girl that i'm talking about in the song mm -hmm. uh i mean as far as military it, it just seems like i would go to different shows and stuff and, and it seemed like i'm about to catch my break or i would win a contest and then boom you got to go to afghanistan or boom you got to go to korea like it's it just so that, that it pissed me off whenever i did get my time alone I, i'd home in and just focus i got my own studio i started mixing and mastering recording dropping you know, projects and just obtaining the fan base and, mm. and so i i had nothing against the military and i mean or past relationships i, I say thank you to both because i mean it's, it's what got me to where i am now now how important is mental health for you uh being somebody who's uh a past serviceman himself um who's experienced a lot, even as a, a, a young uh, man, how important is mental health to you? Extremely important, very important. And surprisingly, and, and honestly, it wasn't important to me to begin with. And that's because I was not educated on the matter, but actually experiencing things, being shot at and seeing people kill themselves and coming back, uh, and realizing that my, my mental wasn't the same. I, I'm, I wasn't the same as I left going there. It really opened my eyes up to the whole mental health society. And I mean, just being 100, like, I, not to say I thought it was a joke, but I just, you know, you from North Carolina, you out to North Carolina and Southern Baptist, Baptist particularly, we're just so in a bubble of beliefs and stuff. Mm -hmm. And we don't, we just blame everything on the devil. And so this was an eye opener for me. So mental health is extremely important and you should get help or talk to someone taking your life isn't the answer i'll, I'll talk about it all day like it is it is real and it's serious now back to the artistry side as a as a r&b artist how is it to not write your lyrics kind of memorize them because that's what i'm you know doing my research i found that you you don't really write yeah uh it's it's a uh, it's it's a gift and a curse because I'll get in here and vibe out with some friends and then like I ask them you know all right I gotta go or like somebody will hang in there with me and then I I just go from how I feel I'll write maybe a line down and just go from it and then run it back and then just whatever my heart's in or whatever's in my mind I, I just go with it and it becomes frustrating whenever it comes time to do music videos or shows because. 
depending on the quick turnaround or how quick I've released the song or just did the song, I have to memorize it now. And so <laughs> it's a lot of retakes and stuff and music videos. And the dude's like, dude, you made, yes, I made the song. It's just like, I didn't write it, bro. Like, <laughs> it's hard. <man. laughs> it's like, I'm trying to replay it all back. Brother, give me a second. Yeah. What did I say here? Did I say, <laughs> I did say, okay, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. So let me give you a little bit of feedback, what I thought about the record, uh, Love No More. So okay. I, I I was digging the smooth, melodic tones of the record. Uh, it was great writing skills. I was going to say writing skills, but now knowing that you don't really write as much. Uh, great skills, <laughs> I'll say. Yeah. Uh, it has crossover potential, the mainstream potential on the record. Uh, it's a nice beat, nice track. Uh, the flow is different, and I, and the cadence definitely fits the record. It's a fresh kind of R&B sound, but it, I can definitely hear influences of hip-hop, R&B, a little bit of pop and Top 40 as well, though. Definitely. Yeah. So I appreciate o- overall, that. a lot, yeah, a lot of good things going on about the record is ultimately what I'm saying. Thank you. Now, what do you appreciate most about creating music and, and not writing, but, like, yeah, creating and... <laughs> trying to have to memorize lyrics. What, what do you like appreciate most about the process? Um, the, the, the feedback, the reactions, the, the, the results, not, not as well as numbers or, you know, success with money or anything. I like what someone gets from it. And I love when they hit me back and, and, and tell me that, you know, I've, I've had few people tell me that they, they were thinking about, you know, taking their lives or they, it was hard about getting, it was hard for them getting over a relationship. And just early on, it, it was perfect timing. And, and I feel like this is my calling because it's always on time whenever they contact me because I'm going through a state of like, well, you know what, maybe this isn't for me or, you know, maybe it's time to, you know, let it go. But then just, just seeing that reaction is, is everything. And it, it, it refuels me back up to keep going. Like just, that's just amazing. The fans, the people, you know, the little that I do have right now, that 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 is what fuels me and what feels good. It's, it's just doing something for them, and and learning that you know with music you can change the world if you do things right and, and you keep it one hundred across the board. Authenticity, yes sir, yes sir. So, you you're thanking your fans uh, and your followers. Who are who else are some of the people that you want to thank? For their support or help with the latest project and, and single? Uh, well, I just got a new manager now, so Brandon Moore, he's been doing a great job of keeping me focused uh, despite the, the mental health things and, and Afghan stuff. Uh, my mom and dad always, you know, for their creativity, whether it lasted or you know didn't last, it was enough to, to start me up. So, and then I always, first and foremost, God. So. So now knowing that you don't write, what 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 else uh, does a, a recording session with Chris Will look like? Like, what what is the ambiance? What's the setting? How, what's the vibe? I was about to say it, it's a whole vibe itself. Uh, I mean, lights. We got moons. We got TVs. It's just like oh, oh, the whole crib is just the studio. You know, when you walk in, it's a vibe. And I mean, I, I'm recording my home studio, so. When, when you come in here and you're recording with me, it's, you know, I've had people come in and they're a bit uptight or nervous, but like, I, I want you to feel at home. You know, if you're in here with me, I already think you're talented or, you know, 
I, I just enjoy being a creator and I want you to feel like you're in a creative space. So uh, that's what it is when you, when you record with Chris Will. It's, it's real and it's authentic, like you said. Like, let, let's get it. You know? Ain't no competition, ain't no bumping heads. Let's help each other out. You know, constructive criticism, we're we going to get to it and, and potentially make a hit. So. Now, from a performance standpoint, do you have any fears when it comes to performing? Uh, I wouldn't. No, nah, I wouldn't say I'm fearful. I'm, the, the 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 normal, you know, butterflies in the stomach or nervous, you know. But no, nah, I wouldn't say fearful. I I, I believe in myself, and, and you know, I see my potential. So, and nothing fearing over here. So it's a lot going on right now, man. A lot of social injustice. You got uh you got this uh what you got, COVID nineteen going on, we got the elections popping off, they still counting. how do you stay focused during times like this, man, as an artist? You gotta you gotta stay you got you have to stay positive. I mean I'm a I'm a God fearing man, so you know, at, at the end of the day, whatever happens, it's it's in God's hand. I, I do believe that. So and we we've been through harder times. You can see history been repeating itself. We've gotten through it, and we're going to get through whatever's going on now. And the best thing you can do is just keep the good vibes and stay positive. There's no point of sitting here and, and getting mad over things and people's opinions on social media because it, it is such a vibe killing. So even right now during this time, you know, obviously with our people, we have to vote and, and participate, but I, I try to stay off of the social media because it's, it's just so toxic. I try to get into my creative space. And how can I, you know, Bring, bring happiness to someone else or someone else's household. That's what I'm focused on right now. What can I do? Because sitting here and bickering about it isn't going to solve anything. So that's my take from that, honestly, bro. How do you feel about the climate of today's music and artists as an artist yourself? <laughs> uh, <laughs> got to ask this question. I like to ask artists this question to kind of get their take on on the – you know the energy of the industry, the music industry, and what they're hearing, what they're seeing. You know. Uh well, I, I'll say it this way. Um, I used to look back and see how Nas or you know any other person who's a great, how you know their standpoint of how they feel. You know, hip hop is dying or it's not where it should be, and how we we need to step it up. And then I also get where you know times change, generations. You know change in advance and like music changes like initially answering that question i would say that i am disappointed more and i'm i'm not you know i mean obviously i'm i'm influenced by hip hop but when it comes to to to, to hip hop and what's going on now like i was born in 93 like so obviously the the, the lyrics you know the bars that's what we want to hear the, the cleverness the where where is more of the Jordan Lucas's, you know, not mm -hmm. the the mm -hmm. mumble, you know, how, like how Snoop Dogg and everyone has, has pointed out, or nothing against them or Migos or anything, but like it's just like it, I I feel like we're at a point now where it is duplicating and like not enough time and work and effort and heart is being put into these songs and music and and for someone who appreciates music like myself, I know others can agree with me, like it's. It hurts, you know, seeing like uh, if you wonder where is music gonna go ten years from now? What's next? Like, what little dance is gonna be next? Like, where is the you know the where is the authentic music? Yeah. So I, I I'm disappointed on the hip hop side and then R and B. I mean, I, I'm I'm not gonna lie, you, you got to give it to the boy. Like, 
Chris Brown is carrying the R&B. <laughs> and anyone who who I ever questioned or said was have potential or of, of doing that, they, they step down and go to the writer's side of it, which shows me they really didn't have a deep love for this thing. And and so I'm disappointed overall in both. Mm. And like, I really just hope that like artists like myself can really get in there and like bring this thing back. Cause like Breezy, what, 30, 31, the man is, is you know, yeah. amazing, a goat. Yeah. And some people even say he's better than Michael Jackson, but mm. I was surprised when I heard that one, but. <laughs> I mean, for his generation, I think he's 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 he can he's definitely holding weight. I I am not going to say he is a Michael Jackson, you know, because yeah. I don't think you can replicate greatness. But he's in that bracket for his yeah. generation. Hands down, he's not like a, a, a Jacquees claiming king. Oh man, don't even get me started. You know what I'm <laughs> it's a little different situation there. Like if, if Chris Brown said that, I don't think a whole lot of people would like really trip out. No, but I I don't I don't think I've ever heard him say it, which makes me respect it, him. It, more. It, it, agreed, agreed, agreed. Even which shows the class, you know, from the artistry side, you know, that I with which is what Michael Jackson would have done. He's never boasted. Ever. He knows he was great. I don't have to boast. My my talent and what I'm going to show you and sing to you is going to tell you I'm great. That's it. That's all I need to do. And my love for it is going to show show every time. You that saw passion. that in there and how 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 perfectionist he was with yeah. his music. You could just see it like that that man had it. Like That's a fact. That's a fact. I respect your answer on that. Appreciate that. Yeah, and, and, and to, to another point you made, um, I think it is going to be very interesting, say, 10, 15, 20, 30 years down the road where we look back and we're like, what's up with that old school music? <laughs> and it's like the type of music we're hearing now will oh, be considered man. the old school music. Like, and you're going to be like, well, that that's the I'm classics. Not, not Those that. are the classics in, in the old school era. I'm not ready for that. That's how you know you get you you are officially old when that happens. Like, <laughs> like your kids and your Chris kids' Brown kids. Yeah. The old school? Or yep. What? Yep. No. Yeah. Your kids and kids' kids and kids' kids and grandkids and grandkids. <laughs> They're gonna be looking. At so what y'all were listening to? I don't see anything ten to twenty years from now that's gonna make me, you know, bop a little bit. <laughs> that's my point. The timeless, the timeless aspect of of music, of current music, I think is the only concern I have, and that's why I say I would agree with your answer. Like, as even you being an artist, like I think that's a a, a respectable answer. You didn't hate on either genre or time period but you did notably point out the differences which i think is is should be noted because like i just said when we look back 20 30 years from now and then we got to look at that era for old school and classics <laughs> and, and and just thinking about it, like they probably were feeling how we feeling. So now, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, my yeah. dad should be like, "Boy, you, yeah, you, you never yeah, heard this before." Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now I get it. It's like, damn, it's eye opening. Now, does that change how you approach making music and creating music yourself? Uh, right now, I'm, I'm in a phase where 
I mean, people tell me I have the, the 90s, uh, you know, type of flow or narrative with my music, the sound. But me, I, 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 let, I let the music do it. Like, I was telling my manager the other day, like, my writing, what, I mean, we say it's the writing process, but I, clearly I don't write everything. It's like, it's from the dome. But, like, I really do feel like the beat tells me what I need to say on it. So it's, when it, when it, I, I, don't, I don't think about outside entities or, you know, music. I, I just listen to it and just whatever, however I feel, I'm giving 100% on the track on how I feel. So, right, and even right now, like my, my manager, he'll be like, Have you heard this? He tries to keep me up to date with different artists, but I feel like that takes away from my creativity. So, I'll come back to it later. Or when, when Breezy dropped uh, Heartbreak on a Full Moon, like I didn't listen to it until like a month or two because I was in the middle of my own project. Yeah, and just yeah. like, this, this dude cold and he has energy. So, like, I. I can't allow him to take that from me while I'm working on this project. So right now, the other music really isn't affecting me. I I, I wouldn't say I'm too much like 100% hip, but like I'm aware and like I, I drop medleys here and there because I feel like I can body a track better than the artist did so sometimes. But like, I not even that, I get my own perspective on it. So, yeah. Cool. Now I gotta ask you a serious question. Are you afraid of failure? Like not completing your music mission. Yes, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. That 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 is a that is a fear of mine that that, that I'm in battle with. And then uh, it's how I get over that is like I said before, the fans and the reactions. Uh, one thing that really caught my attention was when Nipsey Hussle, he said that how I went through every emotion. He he broke it down, and then that that's to me. I see that as a uh, confirmation. Like all right, like. I'm on track. Like I, I, I've done this. I've opened up for this person. I've, I've seen this. These numbers. Like people are telling me that I'm almost there. But then, like, there's just always that doubt. And I just think that's the human aspect in me. Like that I'm that I'm I'm in battle with. And I think every artist is. No, no matter how hard they try to come off. Like when you are passionate about something, you don't want to fail because so many people want to see you fail. Or and you want you want to you see good things that you can do and you want to get to it. So like. Not seeing that through is like, damn, I was that dude who did all this, you know, and, and gave all this and like nothing came from it in this lifetime that I live. And like, that's what crosses my mind. Like, I have to, I have to do this. That's how passionate I am about this. I have to do it. Like, there's no other way. There's no other option. Talking to Chris Will right now. Carolina's born and bred right now, residing in Atlanta, GA. Um, so talk to our listeners about what's coming up for you. Any uh, future projects, any visuals our listeners should be on the lookout for? Oh, definitely. Um, so I'm working on the second album right now. We got a few singles in work. And right now I'm actually looking for some videographers in the Atlanta area. I'm trying to push out about two to three music videos. And, you know, respectfully uh, get some awareness here in this area with our cousins. Yeah, our cousins down there. The cousins, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, before I let you uh, introduce the record, go ahead and give out your social media for all our listeners to be able to follow you. Okay, hey, it's your boy Chris Will. You can follow me on Instagram at Chris Will Music. That's C-H-R-I-S-W-I-L-L Music. All right, go ahead and introduce that new heat for the people, fam. And the new heat is Love No More, produced by That Boss Evan. All right, baby, right here. Turn it up. The Bandwagon Radio. Let's go. Let's get it. Hey, man.